0: To light the sky where we are covering boston's fourth disc uh, episode in their discography 1994's walk on if you're here with us that means we've covered the last three track by track going album by album through some of the greatest discographies that have ever been released boston being a uh, example of a debut that really is going to be always difficult to top everything is going to be held to that standard Do they try again? Are they able to redeem themselves from the, well, you know, and two of us who really had a rough time with last record, third stage, is this the redemption album or is this, this the continued slide into mediocrity? Let's find out as we go track by track through walk on from Boston. Uh, seven years, uh, just maybe just a little over, uh, a little under seven years, I believe, uh, from the release of the last album. We have completely leapfrogged the grunge era and <laughs> jumped into 1994. Kurt Cobain has already, um, you know, already committed suicide. I believe that, um, well, Guns N' Roses would never release another studio album again until 1990. I think they were off tour and we could do another one in 2008, um, I don't know what other demises that uh, Steve Clark is gone. Um, yep. you know what else would you say that this the amount of time that passes between yeah, Boston releases may- is just bizarre. Really makes for such a strange journey through their discography. But thanks for being here with us and uh, trying out this album because I think we'll have a few gems in there. We had a lot of fun on third stage, and we promise to keep the momentum going. 1994, the year. Uh, what would you think? I, I think all of us were alive. Would that be a uh, first for a Boston Elm, right? Everybody here was alive yeah. for this. Yeah. Uh, not perhaps sentient yet, but uh, would become so, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, not too what long you- after that. Uh, grossing movies, highest grossing movies. Uh, what do you think? Nineteen. What do you think topped the charts in the culture of 1984? Boris
1: Gump. The
0: Lion King oh, just yeah, edged true. out by one mill. True Lies, oh, that's a good one. Uh, Arnold lies. Schwarzenegger's oh. already moved past his era of '80s films and making I true. I collateral
2: lies. damage going today. Oh, today, you- yeah. <laughs> yeah that's talk fun. about a deep. deep,
0: deep Clear yeah. and present danger. Speed, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. We are already in the Robin Williams era uh maverick good one schindler's list uh that's a good uh, fun movie for the family uh <laughs> philadelphia also another one uh, yep. star trek generations wolf i never heard of it pulp fiction interesting Ooh. uh miramax yes i think that was a big kickoff for them mm-hmm. and uh the crow uh natural born killers d2 mighty ducks time cop uh so yeah 1994 a good year for Some movies, 90s movies, are good movies yeah. yeah 90s yeah. good movies uh 90 highest charting how uh, high, was the best-selling albums let's see what we got here uh what do you think would be number one for this one
1: any hints because i
0: don't know it will be well i'm trying to get you the actual chart. here we go 94 what do you think
1: you're going to need to give a hint.
0: Yeah, for the 90s, it's not going to yeah. be you or me. It's going to be Alex or Chris to get this one. Is it um, Offspring Smash? No, it is Cracked Rearview by Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, number yeah. One. yeah. Number two, Green Day, Dookie. Dookie, yeah. oh, okay. And number three, a surprise. I guess the momentum, he had enough star power to carry it over. Bon Jovi, Crossroad. Never heard it. Um, <laughs> Mariah Carey. We're in the Mariah Carey era. And uh, yeah. her Merry yeah. Christmas album. The Lion King oh, soundtrack, God. of course. What other big ones might be? MTV Unplugged by Nirvana, Division Bell, of
2: course. Division There's Bell. There's
0: the Offspring with Smash. Eagles um, Reunited. Uh, yes, the oh, yeah. Elfrey's Elfrey's Silver, Silver yeah. is over there, yeah. selling 10 mil. Uh, Soundgarden, Kenny G, the holiday album. <laughs> it just it tells you all away. you need to
1: know that that two holiday albums are on the 1994 best sellers. Yeah.
0: What a far moment in time we are uh, from the '96 uh, the '76 debut. Um, that is definitely Oasis is on here. First album, I think, yeah. Inch nail, yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, kind of a a, a very tra- I mean, Weezer. Uh, one of my favorite bands uh, is on here <laughs> uh, with the, you know, the the Green Album, the Lime Album, or whatever they call them. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, uh, we're back to Boston, and this is a hard rocking revival. Perhaps. Let's find out. Kevin, what do you think?
1: All right. Well, I was thinking about this, and I I present to you some alternate timelines. I submit to you that third stage never happened, and this album could have been something great. Imagine third stage never happened, and then Boston comes out with this album with better production. What a comeback album that would have been. What, What just like... Imagine being like, oh, Boston, Boston! And then you hear this, and you're like, oh, man, that would be amazing. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. We did get third stage, and the production is is terrible. So I had a lot of fun with the what-ifs these last couple of weeks. Uh, I think I enjoyed this album more than I thought I would, and I enjoyed it more than third stage. And I think it's the fact that my expectations... Are near zero, right? It's it, it,
0: in the, they were in the septic tank. Yes, and they it, needed to get the hundred foot uh, uh, <laughs> uh, line. What the plumbers use that line to go pull things out? <laughs> That's what you needed. It's,
1: yeah, you're going into the sports season. Your favorite teams just traded away all their players. You got a bunch of nobodies, a new coaching regime, and, and Tyler you think Bray. yeah, <laughs> you got Tyler Bray quarterbacking for you, and you think they're probably going to win two games. And they go out there with like and win like maybe six or seven and it ends up being like, oh, not not amazing and a pretty pathetic season compared to real teams, but better than you thought because your expectations were in the toilet. So that being said, <clears throat> I think we're all gonna talk about the trashy drums and we're all gonna talk about the production that has moved backwards if anything i don't know how you move backwards from third stage but in some cases i think it's moved backwards on third stage the guitars i think in some cases he really figured out the guitars and in some cases it's guitars and nothing else like it's just all huge guitar which sounds amazing and everything else has zero power and that's kind of where we live i don't even mind fran's vocals they're they're not amazing but they're I would say serviceable. He's I, it, in my mind. He's a yeah. dude who sings, you know, <laughs> so
0: I was going to come in and make, not, not make much noise and just do what yeah, he has to do. It, it,
1: exactly. I, I, it's, I think he's a step down from Brad, but it is what it is. That being said, there are some tracks on here. I ended up liking, I ended up thinking about like, man, if you just give this, even some, not even some '90s production. Well, maybe some '90s production, and have Tom like play on them, so you'll still get the Boston sound. Like, man, w- what this album could have been! It could have been maybe a great comeback story, but it ended up just kind of being mediocre. And I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of ten.
0: I'm up next. Uh, so, as everybody who listened to the last episode know, uh, knows, third stage was probably the lowest uh, score I've ever given an album. I dislike it with a passion. I think it really is just the most pathetic effort. To come from a band that had the potential to do something more. I'm sure there are worse examples, but uh, at least in, in the context of all the bands that we cover, I can't think of a single album. Like even I was thinking about like Sane Anger from Metallica when we covered that one. Like at least they they took a stab at it. You know they 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 put. You know I know I know that Metallica like they just didn't stick with the same style like Metallica was constantly moving around trying to find uh you know this went from the southern rock to to that and you know i I can at least commend them more than i could commend tom for releasing the garbage that he released in 1986 with third stage this album is boy uh you know kevin talked last album about when he was angrily mowing the lawn listening to third stage because (laughs) it just should have been awesome to have 80s boston and it was denied from us like history denied us the the experience of listening to Boston with '80s production and '80s sounds. Uh, this album was no anger here. It was probably the saddest album that we have ever debated, because for me the sadness is that this album was not a part of their story the way it should have been. Because had this release been released in 1986 instead of Third Stage. My entire perception of Boston would turn on its head. The entire trajectory of the band would be rewritten and I know it's easy to say that and because I hate that line myself. I hate when people say, well, if this album had been released two years or older, you know, like tough and, and, and pretty boy Floyd and, and wild said, like they would have been huge had that been released three years. Well, yeah. You know, if I had bought Tesla stock five years ago too, like I'd make a lot of money too. Like of course, five <laughs> years later, everybody knows the story but i don't think that flies as much with boston because boston had tom had the ability to do this in 86 tom had every resource to put something out like this in 86 he had every bit of 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 technology at his disposal to create something like this He just didn't. And whether it was the perfectionist in him or the, you know, the addiction to the courtroom and legal proceedings or, you know, maybe to to, to CBS records or just, you know, being in the way all the time. Uh, This is the album that should have been released in 86. And it really conflicts me because I strongly dislike music that is out of its era and just doesn't feel like it belongs. Like I will rate something very highly because like uh, Piper at the gates of dawn, because it is so fresh, even though if that were released in, let's say, you know, 89 instead of 69, I, I, or 67, I, like, you know, I wouldn't like it at all. But this album I think is probably the most enjoyable Boston album for me. I think it beats the debut, and it's it's tough to say that it's better. I'm not going to argue with I'm gonna, you. I'm going to fall out of my chair here. I, I, am, <laughs> I am not, and it's probably because I haven't heard a single song on this record, and the debut I've heard top to bottom over and over and over. And so there's more freshness to this album, but I think song for song in terms of just the the... What I like to listen to, just the melodic intent, the blending of sound of synth. Yes, the drums are bad, and yes, it was released way too late, and probably should have just been released five years later. What difference does it make? It Released in '99 for all I care at this point. Uh, Boston is kind of over as a as a superstar, you know, potential. But the enjoyability of this album, the certain song that I have some life playlist songs added to my playlist on this album songs that I listen to on repeat over and over songs that snuck up on me (laughs) songs that I broke out the drumsticks turned on the drum machine and just started whacking that and and just whacking out some beats and and just 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 you know, just adding some fills just to the horrible drum machine on this record that really just it's oh it's it's almost there. like it's it's not a perfect album. It's not even close, but I guess just in contrast to the exceedingly low rating that I gave third stage, I'm gonna go the other way on this one. I'm going to give walk on and it's ten Sog Magnificence. A nine.
1: You gotta be kidding me. You just like being a contrarian. Yeah. You must be kidding me. I genuinely enjoy this album. No, you cannot tell me that this piece of Sonic garbage is a nine. It's got to get at least three points off based on the utter it's, garbage of the sonic quality alone.
0: It's getting a boost of two just because I trashed third stage so much. Just because I was not you're, expecting you're it, it. You're giving it one-eyed possum points.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, no, it's I, a I, I will sympathy
0: points. So I get to get to redeem myself by being consciously aware of Tom Scholz's feelings <laughs> and respecting his ability to turn it around. It's a, not, a turnaround album. I love there's,
3: it. There's some biblical, uh, biblical level of uh, trolling going on here, but uh, yeah. all right, we'll 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 yeah. we'll will we'll, we'll leave it. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll entertain yeah, people, this. yeah, people are looking for entertainment when they watch this, so this is a good. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I guess it was Mark t- who's going to kind of break
2: or. Sh-
0: okay, Chris n- 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 Borum. N- n- go ahead. <laughs> give me your, give me your five out of ten. <laughs> well, I'm there. up. I'm, oh, up
2: right. I'm up next. Yeah. I'm up next. So, uh, yeah, Walk On. Uh, I like to start these episodes off just kind of mentioning maybe a little history with the album, just, you know, for the listeners to kind of have an idea. Um, This is one of the albums where I, I, I will say I pretty much fell off of Boston before this. Not that I was like the biggest third stage fan growing up. It was pretty much just the first two records. But I did know Cool the Engines and Amanda off third stage and then walk on i don't think i knew anything at all like i i had seen the title living for you i knew that that was the single i think it was on the greatest hit so i'm like okay well that's probably like the one song i don't even think i knew that it wasn't brad on this album until like last week or this week i like really knew nothing uh, off of this so i listened to it uh you know I think I started it maybe the day after we recorded the third stage record. I'm like, I was just kind of, you know, I wanted to get an early jump on it and I was in the mood. It was Monday morning, start of the work week, throw the open backs on, put it on and, and let's listen to it. Um, I will say, I, I think I mentioned to you guys, I I'll, usually on my lunch break, I'll go and I'll drive out and get a smoothie or something for my hour lunch break. And I remember listening to, I think it was walking at night and hearing the, the the sort of the uh i don't know the difference between what was third stage in this just in the guitar tone it's like okay that this just massive guitar tone coming from this record um I, I, i'll talk more about it in specifics when we get to that song but i'm like okay well, Tom definitely figured this out, and it almost seems like he's kind of getting ahead of the game again with the guitar tone. And I, as I've stated to you guys, and maybe our listeners know, my probably my favorite record, recorded guitar tone of all time is Van Halen's Balance, which would have came out a year after this in '95. But I'm hearing a lot of uh, you know l- mid to late era Van Halen guitar tones on this. So again, wondering if Eddie was listening. Uh, to Tom and maybe just kind of taking some of like the recording techniques to get such a wide sound um, when it comes to the drums, though. Yeah, it, it's not really there. Um, what else? Uh, Overall, I, I don't like it as much as third stage. Not that I was a huge third stage fan. Um, I, there are some really good stuff on here. There's one maybe lifer song for me. I won't say it's like we're ready territory, but it's one that I listen to like two or three times. I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to hear every version of this. Let's check out the live versions. This is cool. I appreciate this. Um, I, I don't know if I really appreciate the kind of instrumentals um, I'll say that really it's kind of the first half of the record for me. And then after that, uh, it kind of loses me here. So I, I think there was potential here. A story
0: uh, as old as time. It's yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and, and then I was listening to the album again, right before the show, eating dinner with my girlfriend and I played this and I'm like, Hey, you know, what year do you think this album came out? Like, I don't think she knew anything from this al- album. And she's like, I don't know, 80 something. And I'm like, yeah. Well, what year though? Like 80, 86, 87. She's like, was no, '80s something, uh, <laughs> 1994 this came out. So, you know, I, it's, it's very interesting to me. It's, it's like, I don't know what, what Tom was doing here. He, he got some of it. Like Kev said, he got, he got some of the guitar tone stuff dialed in, but everything else <clears throat> is just very interesting to me. So overall, I'm not going to give it as high a score as third stage. I think some of the first half stuff is stronger than anything on third stage, but the <clears throat> latter half is weaker and it's just not as consistent and they had it going, but it fell off. So I'm going to give it a four and a half out of 10 as well, just like Kev. And that, I think that's generous. It it may go lower. We'll see.
3: Chris,
0: <sighs> close it out.
3: It, it was funny. Had just the, taking in everybody else's uh, input. Yeah. I, as far as, coming together with one kind of cohesive kind of statement on this I mean I've been sitting for the last couple days trying to because there's just so much kind of (laughs) positive and negative um that you could talk about uh yeah for an album that doesn't have a lot of like complex history I mean there is a lot you can as far as I don't want to say trashing it but just yeah it's just a weird kind of uh, artifact of its era. I mean, it it seems it seems like Tom's always had the problem of having one foot like six seven years in the past. Yeah, that he whether or not he was going through legal issues or not, it seems like he never really got to the point where so much time had passed where it was like you could like it, 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 it was, I don't know if he just lost the fire in updating. Yeah, because again, like like Alex was saying, like asking his girlfriend when do, when do you think this is from? Oh, like uh, sometime in the eighties, and it does. But there is a little bit of that, and I hate to say this, and you've and I heard it in certain kind of other bands that kind of became big in the early 80s, and then were still maybe putting out records in the 90s. There is a feel to those records, which is very like cheaply independent, maybe, uh, where it's like this weird kind of cheaply cold production quality where it doesn't... Uh, it's kind of missing even muscle yeah, the muscle you of the that era
0: stuff don't you i know i know i've heard that before from you
3: yeah it's uh yeah yeah there, there are certain examine mean, again it, we're probably a decade from frontiers but they, if if people know that frontier sound i don't know if if, if tom oh, was yes. already kind of eyeing for that kind of and then he found a label that like oh it does it like okay now there's a place where it, that's just all they do <laughs> 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 i don't i don't have to get that anymore.
1: sound Chris, if I can vocalize it a little bit, Uh, it's that sound, it's like on paper or individually you think oh yeah that's not bad if you're to solo in each instrument yeah. it's like oh okay yeah that will sound good that'll sound good that'll sound good we'll smash all these you know people together it'll be it'll be great it'll be great and then it all comes together and it's a pile of mud and it's just not inspiring yeah, it's and like, it's very it's, weak
3: right yeah there's no it's very paper thin i yeah, one of the comments i had in here uh, in my opening statement was you know, there's a lot of uh th- and it's kind of an umbrella statement. Empty calories, whether or not it's the production. <laughs> the, 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 like uh, and, and, and this is another thing that I really and again, I uh, I like a lot of schlocky music, a lot of kind of ballady stuff. But for whatever reason here, I, I mean, this is some of the most like limp wig-wienery <laughs> written. <laughs> like,
0: written. He's <you> thinking <laughs> a dig at me. <laughs> He's going for it. Going you know, for it was it funny. All.
3: I, I was—I mean, they didn't. This, these, these are <laughs> lyrics that you that literally you throw together. Like, okay, we just need something to, to like, like they're talking—they're talking down to us. They think we're that, yeah, that innocent, that shell or whatever. I mean, or that romantic. But this, like, this jumps the shark for me. I mean, I was—I was trying to get—I was trying to get through some of these songs. And again, to kind of go, defending Mark a little bit. Yeah, there were a lot of these. This is a very, uh, as far as the melodies, like the foundation are are good. I mean, there were some stuff. Yes, some of it was cliche, but I did like uh, the past couple of records where they get stuck in your head, regardless if you want them in there or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they stay there and they play around in there. And it's like even, even at work. I mean, there were a lot where I'm like, this is weird for such an underground kind of album. I mean, a lot of these are hanging around a lot longer than I would have thought where it's like, it's like, should I be mad about that? I mean, at this point, just based on taking, looking at the big picture of this album with all its, yeah, with all its kind of, uh, its sonic shortcomings, like, should I, uh, maybe have to be a little bit hard on it, because that's one of what, four or five things that need to all work together. And again, going back to what Kevin said, the production is, yeah, that was one thing that bugged me. Yeah. This didn't sound like it, uh, like it, it was missing that muscle. I mean, yeah time was very clinical in the studio, but at least on the first and second record, I mean, there was a warmness and a kind of a heart to it. Yeah, there was something where it kind of yeah, it's kind of a one of those, especially the first album. I know, I know, we hate talking about that. I know it's kind of yeah, cliche I, at I this think point, not 1976
0: yeah. anymore though. But still, yeah, but still, yeah, it's all about that cold production. No, but this this is something oh, This not this, even this, close.
3: No, there there were some awesome records, yeah, that came out in the mid 90s, yeah, that don't sound
2: like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The '90s. Is cold not and calculated is like definitely the phrase to and again start to describe this.
3: I don't want to drone on, but I mean, yeah, cold and calculated also has different tiers. I mean, you could say hysteria was <laughs> cold and calculated, but but that was yeah. But for whatever reason, I mean, when you put that on, it punches you in the gut. I mean, you listen to yeah, no jacket required. Yeah, you could say cold and calculated pop that punches you in the chest. This does not necessarily do that um i mean as awesome as the guitar i was glad to see the guitars backing up front because there's a lot of cool and that was one of the things that kind of kept me mm-hmm. listening for the guitar yeah it's like okay why why couldn't they balance that out with the rest of the album whether it was the drums which just, which you can't hear and and I, I know kevin or i don't know who was talking or if it was alex talking about kind of throwing a little bit of support to the uh, to the lead singer i couldn't stand that guy on here he, he, <laughs> yeah. this is this this is where i come up with the terminology um. Okay, you got faceless bands. Okay, you got a faceless singer here. Yeah. This this guy. Yeah. This guy. I got that me.
2: vibe. I'm like, yeah, I, I had really, no interest in even looking him up. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of there.
3: Yeah. This is this is uh, the like the NPC. You're right. Yeah. This is the equivalent of like uh, again getting a little bit guitar nerdy here. Like a like this this is like the Kemper profile for an early '80s corporate rock singer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, it's not. It's just like I just need a default like like okay guys yeah, like okay you don't need anything interesting you don't need any to, need to have any nuance any any character it's like no i just need like that it's that. a preset okay, okay, on okay. your Alliance yeah, spider preset, three
1: yeah. Yeah. the worst part is chris, that it's tom's fault chris That's
0: the worst part you just yeah. described brad delp to me oh uh, come he, on are
1: you telling me this were, guy is better than um, brad delp no, no
0: but brad delp is no good like he's nowhere near as good as as people make him out to be he's a there's so many moments in the first
3: no, he's, not, he's, he's quite a bit better than this guy, though. I mean, there were moments yeah, when, I, when, don't when, when, I don't know. Could just take because it or leave because it. Brad what,
1: Delp is not a top five singer. Doesn't Brad mean he's a no top good. We're comparing
0: I, I, him against the top five singers. Greatest not, singers of yeah. all time. And Why? He have the this attitude not, this that this is
1: not the greatest singers of all time podcast. No, it isn't, but James Hetfield's
0: not a great singer, but he brings the two to it's Metallica. The, yeah. What did Brad Delp bring?
3: I don't know. Like he, the at least, at least, Yeah, at least he carried the, the verses a little bit better than this guy. I mean, yeah, with this guy, I mean, it just sounds he's just kind of like sitting there almost like saying the lyrics instead of really singing it.
0: That's kind of I, I, we went back to we can go back, re-listen, dig up, uh, uh, don't look back. And my complaints about that Man in the Mirror, Man I'll Never Be and how it just sounds like a backup singer singing. I will go to Mercury. war. Over Brad Delp not being—he's just a guy yeah. that Tom Scholz knew and yeah, had to get.
3: Right. Yeah, regardless of what you think, I mean, he's still better than this guy. I mean, this, yeah. That's it, why it's
0: interchangeable it, to me. I'm not listening to it for the singer because you don't go into Boston listening for the. But singing. this was
3: this was too much though. I mean, this was just yeah, where where it felt like like it was an afterthought, and with the, with the lyrics already being again limp, limp dick, I'll say it. Yeah, <laughs> there were yeah, even more even more than what I yeah. This just sounded like uh, like uh yeah, yeah not a band that has sold what 30 40 million records at this point yeah i mean this yeah this is like mid uh like mid 90s hair metal yeah all right chris what's league. the
0: score what's the score I, yeah. I, I, let's get to the track by track and i'll okay. I'll, I'll show you all, all right you <laughs> okay all
2: right this um is gonna be a I'll, I'll, also go, go ahead chris but before we start the track by track i want to uh bring it in with a uh, nice review that i read about this album and that's going to be my lead in so go ahead chris
3: yeah um so again a lot of my uh a lot of my excuse you could say higher score it's kind of leaning because i like some of the melodic elements to the the songs um but that's really it and i'm gonna Hang around like a five and a half. It may go up, it may go down. I don't know. We'll see how strong Mark's arguments are.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I, I didn't even take any notes for this record. I enjoyed it so much. I am just going to go by my photogenic memory.
2: I'm, I'm excited. Well, he, he, here's this funny, re- and, and uh, sorry, Tom, if you re- I'm sure he's read this review at this point. It's uh, 1994 was quite a while ago, and it's linked to their Wikipedia page for this album. But I, I found this to be kind of funny. So uh, here it is from Entertainment Weekly, June 24th, 1994, written by Deborah Frost. Uh, apparently a, uh, a bit of an annoyed female here. Right <laughs> Dork rock perfectionist Tom Schultz, leader and mastermind of Boston, has spent the last seven years trying to figure out how to stretch out one decade's Tinker Toy guitar sound and uncampy Queen ripoff, more than a feeling, in quotes, into another decade's worth of mortgage payments. And he <laughs> succeeded. Walk, walk on is much more than a feeling. It's pure product. Three new singers recreate original vocalist Brad Delp's castrati style, and four pages of, of an un- accompanying booklet urges fans against domestic violence, buying fur, and hunting, but nothing about wasting trees. Brought to you by the. Where is con- she going with this? Brought to you by the conglomerate that successfully regurgitated meatloaf. It goes down like tuna helper. C plus. <laughs> Debra Oh that was pretty entertaining Alright should we move on to track one Yeah I need your love Let's start this at 2 minutes and 20 seconds
1: Didn't notice the Axel Rose deep voice there at the very end of the clip. The turns turns out it's Tom. God, oh. creepy <laughs> voice there, Tom. <laughs> oh, you Maybe gotta keep that to thing away voice. from the mic. Second of all, uh this is what I mean by Tom not doing Fran any more favors. First of all, where does he get like, find these names like? these guys called Fran. I know of nobody two named friends. Fran, two friends in the band, Fran Sheehan, <laughs> Fran Cosmo, Frans. they might as well, they might as well start a band called the friends. Um, but anyway, he, 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 there's just the song I actually like. Okay. I think it's got all the elements there and it's just one of those moments where it's, just, it, it could have been better the vocals don't have enough power. They're too wide. They're too split up. And it's unlike the first albums where he makes up for it with vocals in the center usually and just spreading out the rest. Here it's like you'll have them all on the stereo spectrum in the left and right. Nothing in the middle. But the atrocious drums, which just again, I think they're they I think they're worse than third stage on some of these. I mean, the dude hasn't bought a drum machine since 1983. Because it's just absolutely horrible. And like it says, Tom is credited on the drums on this song. You can tell. But the worst part is that the bones of the song are good. The melodies are good. Yeah. Like the, 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 the vocal melody and the verses are good. The, the chorus yeah. is a sing-along part. The, the guitar has some solid melodies going on. Everything there is great. And you just sit there and you just think of what could have been. And I'll just I'm leave it like that for
0: now. Picture I, I'm basing my entire argument off the uh, off the uh, assumption of your idea, removing third stage from the timeline and putting this in its place. That for 1986, he's going for the Phil Collin drum sound. He can't get it, but everyone was trying to do it. It's bad. I'm not gonna defend it, but I understand it. Uh, but when when you hear it, you hear it sounds like a Boston song that you would expect to hear in 86 with all the yeah. technology available. It sounds like you hear all the elements, you hear those crystal crystal clear acoustic guitars, but they sound different than they sounded on the debut. Um, the organ is right up in the, right up in the first song in the bridge here. Um, you even get that, that high scream. That's just that that you played in the, in the clip there. That's just a Boston element. It's it's when I heard that, it's like, yeah, Brad Delp, whatever. Like I know this guy is is a little thinner, but 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 who cares? Like it's just that's not what we listen to when we listen to Boston. We listen to those programmed vocal melodies, those vocal screams that just That make it fun. That make it enjoyable to consume. And we didn't even continue on to the guitar solo because it was a lot of fun. That whole transition is so much fun from the second. Like, call me a dork rock fan, but I enjoy (laughs) that that little musical segue that you get in between the verse and the solo section here. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's iconically Boston in a way that we didn't get at all. We got a stupid ballad to kick off the last record.
1: This one kicks Amanda totally out the door into the lake okay i totally agree with that 100 percent. however how do you get past the fact that it sounds like a demo see all those sentiments that you say i agree with however the fact that i'm listening to a a 1982 demo of a 1994 song
0: does not sound like 82
1: it sounds worse no way it sounds go put on what are you hearing
0: Oh, what thriller. Okay, let's let's go to so step down a little. That's like me arguing that Freddie Mercury should have been on this record. Okay, that's like the
1: best of all time. Yeah, I and know. It sound like this Foreigner isn't even close like to the best of all. Th- yeah, Foreigner sounds better than this mm, they did a lot closer to 82 than this one way better this sounds like trash in any decade this is not trash. Sound like 82 it, it sounds so bad it sounds it, it, so bad it, that the drums might as well be a slap the drums are
0: horrendous i, I get that the it, bass is pan-
1: non-existent apparently the, the acoustic re- guitar is all highs no mids no lows that's the, the sound vocals, he's trying to make it sound like a synth why because it's, it's, it's missing out on these nostalgia the program, of six. dude. It looks here. On. It's like it's like
0: somebody trying to relive their teenage errors when they were picked here on all the he's time. Trying to like,
1: relive you know. his lawsuit court years. Yes, I don't understand. That's it. what he's
0: trying to do, and it's great. That's what I enjoy terrible. about it. If you don't like '86, you're not gonna like it. Let's play the solo. I like the solo. Anything
1: from '86 sounds better than this.
0: You know, if that were Steve Clark on a Def Leppard album, you'd be slobbering all over it.
1: No, really you know what? At least it would sound that. good. I'll tell you that much. It wouldn't sound like it, crap.
0: Does it have to sound impeccable?
1: No, it it's doesn't. But well don't written. give me this 9 out of it 10 garbage. It because sounds it's really, like a deathless okay, 7 demo. out of 10,
0: but I gave it a little bit more because I wasn't expecting it. Listen to the way that solo digs in. It's great. The solo is good. Yeah, sounds like Dream Theater. Oh, yeah, 1994. Same year, right? I I did.
2: did Apparently, it was recorded. Apparently, this was recorded in 1990. So, again, leave stuff on the shelf in the bunker for four years and doesn't touch it and update it.
0: What is that? I did that last record, too. I I did did give a
3: compliment to that solo because, yeah, that was good. It was a good solo. He was doing some stuff I I hadn't heard before. Maybe I didn't hate it as much as Kevin did, but I. uh, I didn't hate it! Jesus (laughs) (laughs) Christ!
1: I don't have a problem with the music. Nobody's understanding my argument. Okay, maybe here and, okay, maybe maybe that was maybe that okay,
3: maybe maybe that was too strong of a word as far as hate, but you were disappointed.
1: In it sounds whole, like general yeah. midi. That's what it sounds like. I mean, come on, where's this Mr. Genius? Where is he? Where is Mr. Sound Design? All the engineers in the 70s are doing everything wrong. Where is he? He's gone.
0: He checked out a long time ago. He just tried yes. to put out pop music.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. And that's fine. But that's what I'm going to take it as. Yes. The so intro is, Yeah. Can you play the yeah. intro, Kev? Yeah,
3: that's very... I thought that was probably one of the more busy sounding where they're just... All right, you can...
0: How does that not get the blood going?
2: Yeah, uh, 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 when what, that kicks in... It's a little too... I, I, yeah, I, too I yeah. don't... I don't... I, I don't say... I wouldn't say I dislike the song. Something about the way the vocals come in kind of rub me the wrong way. The yeah, I can't help this feeling like the way I hear that I that sounds like a vocal that would have came after like a chorus like the very end of a chorus vocal where you're kind of dying it back down to get into like the second verse but that's the first thing you hear on the record and there's something about it where I just like I don't like some of the vocal choices but some of them are really good it's kind of like inconsistent um, but yeah no I, I don't hate it I it, it's interesting that it does kick a little bit more butt than Amanda for sure for opening up the record I'll give him that a little different though because if you think about it if they thought Living For You is going to be the big single, this is the first time where they didn't put uh, their star player up to bat first. Interesting. Changing up the order. Changing up the order a little bit. All
1: right. All right well, we good? <laughs> yeah. That's all I got so for it. Got myself some DQ. Everything's going to be Just good. A little bit of blood <laughs> spill, but not too much. Yeah. We're going to move yeah. on. to Round one is over. <laughs> Surrender to. to me. Starting at one minute and 50 minutes.
3: That's great. I
0: love this song. So do this I. This is the life playlist song. This, yep. everything in that bit right there just embodies the ethos of light. The sky. Absolutely. That moment. When those drums are, you just see the lights fly. Like it's too bad. Nobody in 1994 care to see this anymore they're too busy brooding over nirvana because this is just a moment of 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 a band's discography that that you live for a song that I had no idea existed never would have bothered to listen to it uh it took maybe a time or two listening to this album to be like wow this what is this song this melody just digs in and I just absolutely love everything except for the drum programming which is yeah, I atrocious hate, I, I hate that. It's oh, so it, bad, it. and it's the song that made me break out the sticks and just try to drum along Re, with it. Re-record because it's the just drums. so much fun. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just, I mean, if you listen, I got to play ahead to the solo just to play just how much fun this is to listen to. It's ruined by the drums, but it's just so fun. This. I this can't believe somebody was credited for the drums. So. On this. <laughs> Just fills you up, and and that just, like I kept picturing as I heard Freddie Mercury over "Man I'll Never Be," I hear Neil Pert over this, and just imagine what somebody who's competent with the sticks, even not at that level, could have done with that lead in. Just some, just some really, just 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 pushing that to the end there, just pushing it to that final chorus. Oh, and I love the Yaz yes, too in this yeah. chorus. I love it. Go uh, ahead, Alex.
2: Uh, uh, no, I'll agree. Actually, to be honest, this was not when you, when you texted us in the chat. You're like, I found my lifer song, this was not the one that I thought of, but this is the one, like, on the second or third listen, it hit me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this this was my We're Ready of this record. I don't know if it, like, quite had the replay value. Like, overall, it's got, like, a much better chorus. It, it probably is a much more intelligent song than We're Ready. Uh, for some reason, that one has more replay value. For me, I don't know why, but this is, yeah, I love this song. I think it's fantastic. It, I hear so much ZZ Top in it, which... Ready? Again, it's, like, it's the whole Rockman thing, so it's kind of hard to, like, separate it. But, like, I'm hearing it, like, imagine just hearing this, like, in Back to the Future 2 or something, where it has some of that, like, where it would fit in that movie, but that chorus is, like, the chorus seems, like, mid-90s to me, and it seems appropriate. It's, like, getting this, like, big inspirational chorus, but it has some of like that classic, like early to mid '80s Boston in the guitar, like almost like a feeling satisfied at times or something like that. So yeah, I think it's a very strong effort, and I'm glad I I listened for this song.
3: You know, it is kind of funny because when I started listening to it, I did have that initial enthusiasm that Mark had, um, but for a reason that I'm not sure if if I feel good about my reason. <laughs> um when i heard that opening riff i'm like you know that that tone that musical approach is very where have i heard that before that's pretty much the type of guitar playing that you hear all over like judas priest, judas priest. and ran ran it down which that's all yeah that's just i was waiting to say it
0: yeah i have i've got a guitar example let me pull it up and uh, bump it up go ahead with the next point and all um
3: yeah which is fine And again that's maybe why but it's like do i give it do i give it what my superficial kind of like i like it just yeah because it tastes good <laughs> yeah like yeah because it's 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 sugary and sweet i mean i i guess um uh, and maybe this time maybe i'll let it slide but uh but yeah this was just like totally yeah i would uh yeah just yeah very the, the epitome of superficial enjoyment <laughs> um, so yeah but- i hate some of the uh some of the backing vocals, though, I think, are pretty weak on here, uh, especially in the chorus. Where just that's my problem with the singer. He's not, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I have issues when he tries hit, hitting the high marks, but even the low, like normal, it just sounds sometimes where he's just going through the motions. Um, uh, especially when you have like the, you've got the uh, the background vocal, you've got that weird little synth behind the vocal, and I don't know. It just yeah, sounded very thinned out. Um, yeah what, uh, yeah, what the hell was that line? Hold on. What was it? Uh, uh, was it, I really need you, I don't believe you? It's like that... Uh, uh, I really like, need
0: you, I don't believe you. Yeah.
3: I, I hate the way he sings that. It just sounds like, I, I don't know, it just again, just see the uh, fall preset vocal.
0: <laughs> well, you mentioned the <laughs> intro here, and let me just play it for reference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is absolutely, and I hate to bring this up because it's not helping my cause, but it's absolutely this. (laughs) It's just straight up hair metal. And you know what? I have a weak spot for that, so I like it. If it it evokes images of Pretty Boy Floyd, so be it. It's way bigger than this. Uh, You want to talk about production? You're going to say the production on this album? I mean, that's that's not great stuff, but I mean... You could tell the guitars really were, were here to play on, on this. Well, yeah. You, you beefed it out, yeah. Fills you up. Yeah, uh,
3: that's great. Yeah, and one more thing. Yeah, Kevin, at 338, if you can play. it's it, it sounded like out of like the early 80s Genesis playbook as far as just how it sounds. Okay. Yeah, like that little, it sounds yeah, kind of like a, like a, yeah, that...
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's very yeah, Abbey very Tony
3: do yeah, very yeah. It's got Tony that Tony Banks. Banks kind of feel to it. And again, I like it's like yeah. I love that stuff. Like, do I do I feel right liking it here? I guess maybe a little bit, but it's like, but can I totally give it a pass? Nah, I don't know. <laughs>
1: All right, let's move on to track three, Living For You. Let's start this one at two minutes and 52 seconds.
3: I will admit i'd I'd like to start out by saying yeah the verse melody was probably the one thing that got stuck in my head out of all the music on here it's again that's just yeah my uh unashamed i guess love of yeah certain types of bubblegum pop um but again going back to my opening statement yeah one of the main problems i have with this is that again it has that that thinny kind of frontier sounding quality to it it doesn't sound like a uh uh, like a mo- it's not a monster ballad. It's just a, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of there. But again, and then he throws that guitar part, that very jung 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 like, Okay, that's I want more of that. I want more of that. Fee- yeah, that feeling in the throughout the entire song, not just these little kind of sprinkled in moments. I mean, I don't know what. Uh, uh, uh and it was kind of funny. There was a little bit of that uh, sister Christian vibe
0: too in between. Oh,
3: absolutely. Um, that uh,
0: build was. Uh, i have
3: Yeah, I wanted to shout out motor and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that kind of like. So I don't How know. many like,
1: times are we gonna do that? <laughs> I feel like I'm a man you believe I am.
3: This is also probably yeah. one of the yeah, one of the simpiest songs I've heard in a while. Yeah. You're you're my religion. How many times have we heard what? that? Okay. This yeah. is
1: driving me nuts. There is some kind of there's another song. <laughs> yeah. What is that song? It's been driving me nuts. Oh uh. I can hear it in my yeah, head. Yes, this really soft. Toggle. Boom, Toggle, boom, boom, no.
2: boom. Oh wow, that actually just made me think of what another is
1: band, but somebody, that is from some well-known. Is... You can you can hear it. Like I can hear it's really nice and soft during yeah, that part. Yeah, you're it's, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's gonna drive me it's nuts it'll, it'll, trying it'll to find to us, it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, another song that kind of just—it's all over the place. It. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, yeah, this is probably one of the more difficult albums, too, because I just I don't know. Yeah, it's like being with a like uh, with a hot, abusive girlfriend. That's what this is. Like, you know, this is not good. You know, this is. But then like you see, like, OK, there's uh, OK, OK, this that, that, that I'm getting hooked into that for some reason. And I don't know why and you keep coming back, even though you've got just as many complaints as you do. Yeah, it's.
0: I no, think yeah, I don't we've know. we've gone too much in a Tom's love life or lack thereof or conspiracy <laughs> well, it's, it's thereof. It. Yeah, it's, but it's hard. This I is mean, a yeah, song yeah. that I I would I would generally like to hate, and I found myself enjoy. I, I yes. That's maybe the crux of the disagreement <laughs> is that I enjoy the all over the placeness of this record. I love that you can have something that just sounds like you know Collins Avenue, nineteen eighty six, Chicago, you know, wuss ballad, but then it digs in with that guitar part that you like, Chris. But if you had that the whole song, then it wouldn't be it's, it's, it's what it is. Song, and yeah. then it it's, it's, kicks into the, the iconic twin I, guitar yeah, Boston. My,
3: beats. Right. my point was not just that. It's just that that muscular kind of feeling production throughout the whole song. I mean, that's what I wanted. I mean, because it, again, it goes from that indie sounding like 90s retro rock sound. And then it goes into the like, oh, OK, there's that muscle that we remember from like the best of Boston and then it leaves that again and it gets back into this weird kind of thinny uh does it uh, change
0: any of your perspectives if this had been in 1986 isn't this what you exactly well, I, what well, you'd expect well, out of a 1986 70s band
3: I can I can imagine if Tom would have really been paying attention to what he was doing in 86 it would have it would have you would have had what was missing that fat mid 80s sound yeah that yeah, that was dominating pretty much all the big records of, of that era this is the equivalent of that without all of what we loved about that part of the eighties. Yeah. There is just that. Yeah. That, that steak, that red meat.
1: I found yeah. it. Yeah. At least I found what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Jackson, yeah. That, that's, play that's, play the, that's the, the problem. Here. There's not,
3: there's not enough. Yeah. Ready.
4: That's it. Oh that's yeah. It. Your voice, so
1: that's absolutely name. it with the electric piano. Morning, yep.
4: Our love is Heaven's glad you came.
2: Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I hear that. Uh, I'll read this here. Classic rock critic Paul Elliott rated Living For You as Boston's third greatest song of all time and as Boston's greatest ballad. Whoops. Yep.
3: You know what, what else I was thinking of? I don't know if this... Uh... Was also in your brain, Kev. Uh, miles away, it has a little bit of that too. Hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Miles away. So this is love. That so yeah. you Everybody tell me. Everybody loves
0: all this stuff, but for some reason here, it's not clicking. Because it's
1: 1994. And I'm it not, sounds I'm, bad. I, I'm not <laughs> pretending it's eighty-six. I'm willing this to be eighty-six. Uh, yeah, I know, but I wish but even, even, that Pink even, Floyd even, Piper even, was like the year yeah. zero, so it would have never existed even, in the first for, place. <laughs> it couldn't have been recorded. Even, even but that 80, doesn't help its case.
3: Even for eighty-six, it does, again, it's it's missing it's that that punch to the gut eighties kind of wall of sound that's not. That's I don't already, know, Chris, just,
0: the eighties could be very thin at times.
3: Uh, Well, I mean, a lot of like the a lot of those mid 80s, like, like, so is not a thin sounding record. Uh, uh, I would say invisible touches. uh, It has
1: so much more meat than this.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I disagree that. Yeah, that's thin sounding.
1: (laughs) But But I do have different
0: perspectives on what thin is. It's, It's definitely no they don't sound like the warm room quality of the 70s is long gone.
1: Oh, it's gone. But at least the 80s sounds tight and crisp.
0: Yeah, this right? sounds, yeah. And yeah. this
1: sounds Oh the Michael not. Jackson
0: is night and like a, day. Like but then again,
1: I know, uh, yeah. yeah, I realize <laughs> it's Michael Jackson, he's got a million bucks and he's got Quincy Jones. But uh, Tom, Tom Schultz, Schultz Tom Schultz. Tom Schultz has some money and he also has eight years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what's man. your excuse? Like not your excuse, Mark. What what's what's his excuse? I like I, I just don't know. Why why is he why are you excusing him? For this when you didn't excuse him for third stage
0: i think uh well because it's it's 94 i guess and it just this it, i like whatever third stage was it was like looking at a foggy like looking through a lens that had just been smeared and fogged up and you had no right. idea where it was or what it was supposed to be and this one at least sounds like it's supposed to be 1986 Like, it sounds like the lost Boston 80s album that we were denied Mm -hmm. because third stage was such a stinker. That's that's probably why I like this. Maybe there's something in this that I there's parallels, I think, to Chinese democracy, which I also enjoyed very much. But I know other people don't because it's not Guns N' Roses. It's not the sound of Guns N' Roses, but I enjoy the diversity of it. Mark, you you know, I did, too.
2: You know what I'm hearing now? I'm going back to your arguments against third stage. And I really do hear it on this song, your argument where you were saying, uh, you know, Tom had what, how many years was it, 78 to 86, he had eight years, and then ZZ Top and Def Leppard were using the Rockman better than him, and then you you were playing those afterburner clips. And then you think why, you're like, if he was going to go big, you got to go all in. But we got like a diet, like thin down version of those other, when you played your little like medley sample thing, then you listen to this and you're like, okay, imagine if this came out the same week as Afterburner. It's like, okay, that would have made total sense and it would have been a huge hit. So it's like, yeah, that's true. I mean, if this would have came out in 86, this record, oh, it would have been... Probably yeah, huge. Much more interesting, yeah. Yeah,
1: but isn't that it, the Firehouse argument?
2: Yeah.
1: It, it, I think it counts here, though.
0: Why? Because Firehouse had zero ability to do what Bon Jovi was doing in 86, but Tom had the ability to do this. I'm not saying, I'm not rewriting history here. It just makes me, it makes this album interesting to me. Because every time we've done this and we've had a – how disappointing was Final Cut because how awesome would have 1982-sounding Pink Floyd been had rather Roger Waters not been on such an anti-war bender? We would have gotten some awesome-sounding Pink Floyd, and we didn't get it. But then we got in an 87, and that was like, all right, we got it. The difference it. And this, is – At least I got my 80s Boston. I'm happy to have my 80s Boston. The,
1: the difference is that I'm not giving it a sympathy score based on it being interesting. You know, I, fi- I find it's f- interesting Then it it's valid. Yeah. A Piper at the Gates of Dawn was interesting, but I disliked it. So I give it a low score. F- the final cut is interesting and it's a f- amazing story about it being created, but I didn't like it. So it gets a low score. Just because something is interesting doesn't mean it's good. Well, it's
0: interesting and I like it. I find myself listening to these songs in an all day. Surrender to me. Just, just working yeah, from home I, on my desk. Can't the can't deny speakers that. going. It's like at ten o'clock in, in, in on a Tuesday afternoon, a morning, and people are probably wondering what the party is going on in the back of my
1: house. <laughs> it's good stuff. Should have yeah. give Saint Anger a ten because it's interesting. Uh, it's, it's like superficial. It's, it's like bored. I don't know. It's oh, like can, you cannot say this is not superficial. Saint Anger is. Of course, this is
0: superficial. This is Boston. Yeah. St. Yeah. Anger was a moment. I, I mean, that reflects
3: yeah, Saint more of the St. Anger is a
0: moment.
1: Yeah, yeah Saint a Saint moment Anger, in the a band. moment in time. It, it reflects, well, that sounds right up this podcast. Yeah, a moment in time. Very interesting. Okay. You know, if interesting if we're comparing, this, is, this is nowhere near.
0: Like, this is not Boston St. Anger. I think we might be getting that next record. Um, St. Anger, everybody wanted something different out of Metallica. Right. I mean, this is were, what the Boston time is giving yeah. us Boston, as we just heard in that section that I played back so yeah, long he, ago. Yeah, but
3: yeah, I like I said. I just wish there was, yeah, that it was just more filling. I just feel I, like just, yeah, well, here we just, go. Here's your yeah. filling
0: song, Chris. Here you go. I, you want filling? You got it. Here I you go. You want don't. guitar? You want balls? Here you go, Chris. Enough with the limp-wristed ballads. Here you go. Cue it up. It's already.
1: <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. That's fine. I'm just playing it, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say firehouse every time.
3: van halen i mean that's it's it's an eddie kind of yeah and again i i liked it but again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say well there's my heavy there's my muscle no it's like no no i'm not gonna this it's, it's not a no it's again it's just yeah it's some it's other, that, other people's ideas
2: it's that thing yeah. where the tone is massive and that's really cool about it but then you listen to the playing it's interesting, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's interesting, Mark. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, no, this was the one where I went out to lunch with Kev and I'm driving home on 53 past Woodfield and I have this song cranking. First time I ever heard it. And when he starts getting down to the low notes where he's almost like palm muting, I felt the air hit me in the chest. I'm like, I haven't heard a guitar. So like I thought balance was big. I didn't hear like a guitar. sound yeah. this big and massive where I like literally felt it. Like usually, it's got to be the full band and the kick drum and the bass. Those are just this little rock band, and I'm feeling it in the chest flying out 53. I'm like, okay, Tom, getting it sorted. I right, will say with the clean tone though, it, it's weird. It's like if you listen to the uh, clean tone at the beginning, I'm hearing Van Halen three clean tones, but like, then you uh, get,
0: fire wa- dirty water dog or something. Dirty
2: water or like that <laughs> that song primary. I know that one right, was a little bit more of. Uh, what was that, a sitar? But it has, like, some of that kind of clean... I, I had to find another song, what it is. But, um, yeah, there's like there's a combination of balance and Van Halen, three tones there. But, I mean, okay, but who are you going to listen to playing-wise? Well, that's easy. You're going to go to Eddie. So it's like, okay, well, then that's kind of where the infatuation with it kind of stops.
0: Yeah, it's filler for sure. Um, I love to say it, it, it's absolutely the kind of thing that if you guys like to frequent those guitar stores
2: I, I know if you're standing there the music one.
0: gallery yep. you're standing there and you hear that pumping out of that tryout room guarantee all you guys are putting down the guitar and take a little peek to see who's playing oh, and yeah. i know that's not good enough for a record in 94 but it is some pretty cool guitar work regardless <laughs> from tom, tom from yeah, tom, yeah.
1: Yes. i did say this it just sounds cool, and that's something I haven't said about this band in a little bit. That's what I said in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Not really a whole lot to analyze about this. It's edgy. Yeah, yeah. It's big. It's it's interesting yeah. from time. Interesting. The word comes back.
1: Yeah, again. it will. All right, let's move on to walk on, starting right from the top.
3: wow smoking with this one uh, as far as just a kind of a a distant cousin it's got that real kind of fat kind of party vibe to it um but in the beginning i don't think uh it doesn't have that that brad when he screams that's the one thing it just feels like he doesn't quite again i don't want to get into it with you mark as far as comparing him (laughs) to brad yeah i don't want to get into one of those brad is better
0: i admit but brad is not boston
3: yeah um i don't know about that but uh uh, uh but uh, i will say yeah with fran's vocals on here i think his voice does complement the verses a little bit but uh if there's one thing i'll kind of agree with you on mark as far as pr- i guess one of the few problems i had with brad is that yeah sometimes you don't feel especially in the later era of the band yeah where it doesn't feel like he's pushing himself to where he could be where it feels like he's kind of just sitting in the back a little bit too much producer uh, yeah <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I felt there were moments like that where I felt where Fran was kind of just uh, a little kind of backing vocal when he should have been the front man. Yeah, he's uh, back when he should be up front. I mean, that's he's a front man. He's yeah,
0: it's kind of the yeah <laughs> in the job description, right? Uh, but uh, uh,
3: but he, song, he does sound better, a little bit better than I. Yeah, probably one of the few moments where I kind of like, okay, I can see where yeah, this kind of works a little bit, yeah,
2: little bit better. You know what I just heard? You, when you played that clip, there was a line in there. And then Kevin has mentioned this band numerous times already today. I'm going to put this in the Skype chat. If you could just play it from the... Uh, I, I time stamped it so it should play right at, like, 53 seconds or whatever and play on. What, I mean, I know what version Kev's picking, but what what version are you guys picking? I'm hearing some similarities here. Can we
0: here. compare? Just the, there. Let's, let's do it nice back-to-back here, so. All right, and what you dropped in here, which I already see what this is 54 54 seconds. seconds. Here we go. Somebody please stop the
1: firehouse. (laughs) Anybody going to hit that stop? Oh, Oh, no. I was enjoying it way too I heard the same. I don't
0: care if the production is good. The
1: band is horrible. I even. It's such a good
2: song. I I even heard similar vocal. Is there a place that we can weed? Like there was that same kind of like vocal cadence. And and, uh, walk on. I'll say though I like Walk On though it, it's it's like a beefed up party in smoke, and smoking. It's not as yeah. memorable, yeah. but the yeah. guitar work and the production kick more ass. I th-
1: I thought for sure that this is the song Mark was talking about when he said a party in the backyard. Mm. Just just like when when I don't know I I just pictured the UPS guy walking up <laughs> and this is playing like. Yeah, that'd be funny guy's trying to deliver packages. He's trying They're to get you to sign, him. sign for them. Like when him. the Peapod
0: guy had to me sign the guy. Yeah. He's too busy <laughs> rocking out. Yeah. Brother, Brother uh, you, you know, right? undeniably
1: classic <laughs> moment in, in the history of rock music right there. Uh, we got to tell that story sometime.
0: But <laughs> don't you enjoy, like, again, this is what I enjoy about this album, is that this album is the, okay, dare I say it, Hendrix-like quality in the ability to shift on a dime to pivot from style to style. Maybe it's a bit parade-ish. Maybe it's a bit trite for 94. Compa-
2: comparing lock like- on to Jimi Hendrix. The ability sorry. to just I'm blend
0: sorry. and merge. Like just listen to this section here. Kevin played it already. But listen to this. This is just this is a straight-up butt rock of a verse. Just just total like tougher wild side.
4: We can do and this is absolutely kiss I right know. there.
0: Like, just, just to go from, like, seriously, to go from tough to kiss to Boston. True. But is totally Boston right there. And then just to have a completely different verse right here with that walk on. or the. Right. I mean, that's a pre-chorus. Like, that's what a pre-chorus is called. Really sets you up nicely.
1: Uh, Mark, Mark, we were all agreeing with you until you pull out some of these comparisons. That's the worst part. Everybody was loving walk on. And then you start comparing it to Hendrix. And I just look straight at Chris's face the entire time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chris, Chris the
0: and then he would go in a completely different direction. And this then he would a, go in another yeah, completely but, different okay, direction. And then you making, have the song.
1: I hate this. You're making me argue against this song, and I love this song. But this is just, this is like Chris said, it's like smoking. It, I mean, it's a it's a cool beefed up '94 version hey, like, of smoking. And I'm, and I'm, 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 t-
0: I'm tapping my yeah, my, yeah. my writing utensil here. It's like yeah, oh, it, it my does party was it. smoking, and that was a bad version of smoking. That was a stupid version of smoking. Yeah, this is this a, is a f- this is an interesting version of smoking. Yeah, but you but I cannot not, deny that that pre-chorus is interesting yeah, I to go I mean, from. The, the, bus- I, I, I deny it. I'm not <laughs> like, What the, the hell is
1: everybody just saying? I'm saying something different. I'm saying it's a great song. I'm just not saying that it turns on a dime. That's all. How does that pre-chorus not turn on a dime? That pre-chorus is just it goes, it it traverses the entire song. Sounds like Boston from one, from zero minutes and zero seconds to two minutes and fifty-seven seconds. It sounds like Boston, and it sounds like good Boston, and I love it. It just doesn't sound like Hendrix. It doesn't sound like it didn't say it sounded like like Hendrix. I said Um, it had a Hendrix-like delivery in the way
0: that the song was composed. It doesn't sound anything like Hendrix. Uh,
1: Jimmy uh, Hendrix's oppositional quality.
3: quality. But but I I, I still, yeah, I still too, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, walk
1: on, on. good song. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We
0: got a medley going here. Keep (laughs) keep the momentum going. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's move on I didn't even know it was a medley to be honest
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't either Uh, But we're going to get organized here Uh, Starting at 3 minutes and 38 seconds Which might be in Get Reorganized So if you have the vinyl edition of this Flip it over in the middle of Get Organized Slash Get Reorganized and move with us. Who was buying vinyl in nineteen ninety four? Or is there a special edition out on purple Thor vinyl Rock that I don't <laughs> know about? There's a there's a nice picture disc version that somebody was oh, complaining perfect. about the surface noise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's got, a album scratch, cover, it's got a scratch right over butt. Frank's face. Uh, uh, two, album cover Two hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> this album cover,
1: this album cover is way better than third stage, I will say that. Yeah. By, um Maybe even better than they debut, in my opinion. Um, I, I would rate it under it's don't less, look That's trippy. Yeah. Um, trippy. So, yeah, let's start this at three minutes and 38 seconds.
4: <laughs>
0: the harpsichord is back.
1: Okay, i'm just gonna pause it right here alex you remember that youtube video you shared the other day about the yeah. guy shredding that You've is heard it here that is so right done dun, 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 dun. yeah you could just is. some YouTuber, instagram guitar player but listen no you don't you guys don't care anyway All right what about get organized
3: he wants to take that one <laughs> well organized
1: composition <laughs> yeah
0: there's no there's no real hook though that was kind
2: of yeah come it's on it's like a, like a b version of smoking just because uh, it
0: has an organ and a
1: harpsichord in it it's where's real, jim
2: Mazdi when you need him <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh come it, on the, the organ solo is poor it's just like
0: Honestly, the solos on this record are a bit poor. Like, it, it, what I like about this record so much is the interesting musical composition. Um, the chord choices, the way that he blends transitions—that it can go from A to Z and to M, then back to A again—and you really don't feel like you've traversed the entire alphabet. Like, yeah, you know, you've moved, but you don't really feel like you're being warped all over the place. Uh, Because there's parts of this that's straight up smoking, and then you got parts of this that is just like Mm neoclassical garbage, and then you've got like (laughs) layout on the organ solo, and you've got iconic Boston moments. All you know what's this song? Well, this song's a little longer, but right, really, it just happens within a span of such a short period of time that I I like it.
3: I will say it was ballsy of them to put out with a four and a half minute uh, organ solo in '94. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, they, isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, okay. ah, like like, like I said, I privata, I, this, I'm like, I wanted to hear lay lay out you out guys. The organ. This is one where I'm like, I want to hear what you guys had to say about this because I was listening to it and I'm like, you know, this is a very professionally constructed medley i mean it's not like where it was just thrown together i mean it has um but i mean does it yeah yeah, is there enough here yeah to where to take it out of being just empty calories and just music just being thrown in your face or is there something yeah or is there something deeper here
1: you know what Uh, i think would be ballsy this this is what i really wanted them to do was make walk on a like an eight minute song that would be ballsy for 94
0: 10 tracks though
1: yeah, I know. But
0: competing with albums that are yeah, 13, 15.
3: That's what
1: I think would have been cool and probably would have made Walk On more interesting. Yeah,
3: there is There is one part where I'm like, it sounds like a really cheap Casio patch. At 225 Kev, can you cue that up? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, no. What?
1: That's Walk On, dang it. Yeah, that's kind of fun.
3: <laughs> like, okay, that, that took me out of it a little bit for a moment.
1: Every Kid's Bedroom, 1995.
3: Sounds like perfect dark music. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and then it kind of picks up, it gets into kind of that very foreplay sounding kind of keyboard section. Um, but uh, yeah, it's another very busy song, but yeah, I, I don't know, It's it's there, I enjoyed it, but it's kind of like, almost like, Okay. Next. Like, all
1: right. Like, okay, like,
3: yeah. yeah I, I. I don't
1: know. I was kind of. Chris is singing Ariana Grande over here. Uh, <laughs> if anybody gets okay. that reference. But anyway. I do not. Thank you. Next. Um, yeah. Oh. Okay. We, we can move oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can move. Should on. we? Only, should like, we? Free with Z, so I gonna... let's, let's walk. On, let's walk on some more. <laughs> yeah. Let's walk on <laughs> some more. Right from the top.
3: again, where it's like, wow, okay, there's the fatness yeah, that I've been talking about, but I wish they would be saying something instead of whatever that was. Uh, and again, it took me a minute, like, the first time I listened to it, where I'm like, I didn't realize I was into the, that song after, like, because, again, a lot of these songs kind of meld into each other, but in particular right there, I'm like, I was like 30 seconds, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're back into we're back into Walk On. Okay, all right. Here, here we go. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just, again, it's an extension of Walk On. Did they do it better the second time? I, I, don't, know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was a, yeah, I, it, it, yeah this, it's, it's weird. I don't, at, the, at this point in the record, I'm not sure. What, yeah, it's a brain that's just, it's a,
1: or it's a song that's just twisting I mean, not, my brain. not to give <laughs> anything away, because I really don't want to, but, like, the that's like Chris says, does this offer and like on subsequent listens? Are you going to listen to walk on some more? Or are you just going to go for walk on? I think I'm probably just going to go for walk on. For and I think, one, yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the things why I said, I wish they maybe would have had the balls to combine all of them because that would make walk on like this reprise.
0: Yeah. It would make more sense. Cool. Musically.
1: Right. As opposed to like, ah, this is very skippable, especially if you're not hot on get, Organized already, <laughs> you know, then make you your epic
0: be... songs less skippable. Yeah, that, to the edge? that well, is a
1: problem when you, you divide it up into parts, ah, dit, 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 and then suddenly you've kind of lost the meaning. It's like
0: everybody on 2112 just skips to the, the, the part, the radio
1: edit. Oh, yeah, instead of well, listening to the guitar being tuned up. Yeah, and that's what
2: I was telling Kev when, when you had to step away at the beginning there, Mark. I'm like, I kind of, in a way based my rating off of nine songs instead of 10 because i kind of just put the walk-ons together uh so yeah is one needed i we i don't know find out yeah all
1: right well let's move on to the other song featuring good old tom on the drums you wanted to hear him on the skins twice You got your wish. Oh, I sure did. This is (laughs) What's Your Name? The world was yearning. (laughs) Starting at 1 minute and 59 seconds.
3: Going on there. <laughs> there, there's a lot that's just sound personified, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or not. Yeah, it, uh, yeah take it away, Mark. I think you were the one well, that. I mean, uh, I just yeah. like
0: it. Would back up a little bit before that. Kevin played the most compli- or the most ambitious part of the song, but yeah. back up a little bit. It just. I mean, is it, is it filler? Is it demo sounding? Absolutely. I, 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 the singer is absolutely not leading the band there. But it's one of those songs that you just kind of forgive for being on the back half of the album. One of those songs that kind of sneaks up on you and kind of gets stuck in your head. And if you, if this was released in, in 80s, oh, come on, 82. Since did not sound like that in 82. But 86, it's pretty forgivable. It's just a kind of a a what would you call that just like a guilty pleasure filler yeah, I, 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 it's I following the formula
3: yeah i hate that synth drum behind the the
0: behind everything though it just has why this did you weird... give self-credit to something that's so bad
1: you think you would just hide and blame yeah. it on somebody else hang it on was, what's yeah, can i, I, I start can't... this from the, the top Go the, ahead. this synth line is it's reminding little, me of something it
4: too. Hang on. Let's see if I guess right.
1: I mean, it's it's a common chord progression, but I I know what song it reminds me of. Um, I'll drop it in
0: and i just have to wonder why he was so adamant and what's with that attitude that mid-80s attitude there are no synthesizers on this album we're not putting synthesizers on this album oh I and get the next that album all. they go and they just layer synthesizers and it's actually not so bad in my opinion so
1: yeah hang on let me drop this in it's in a different key but this is it's a it's a common chord progression so it's not like it's a big deal but i hear the Hang on, let me play that again real quick for.
3: Yeah, Kim Carnes, Betty oh. Davis eyes. Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah, I had that in my notes. Yeah, Here, I did too. Yeah.
0: Listen, even this, yeah. the precaution and just talk about the difference that makes. Um, and just having a real percussion. It's just some stupid little shaker, but even you can hear it. Just as a, as opposed to Tom and his programmed hi
4: hat.
0: This is the Boston that we could have had. Yeah, yeah.
3: What what year was
1: this? It was eighty three, I think. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. else about whats your name uh, There was, I
3: don't know, uh, I got two points. Uh, one part that sounded like Asia, and another part that sounded Yeah. Somebody skipped a mag. No, I was just deleting. Oh. That's...
1: That, eyes, yeah. Um, yeah,
3: 125. Uh, again, it's like, this is 94, not 82. If you can tune that up. Yeah, yeah, just that guitar sound reminded me of... Yeah. Yeah, that's
4: yeah,
3: it... yeah, Okay, you can pause it. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, What's it's bad. That? It sounds like Boston. No, it's, it's, no, I don't know. It sounds a little. I don't know. It could reminded me of Asia a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I, I, I don't know albums? what to make. I don't know what to make of this band anymore. That's where I'm at. I don't. know. That's, that's I know. what you
0: have to appreciate this album from that he can blend. He can cohesively blend 76, 78, 82, 86, and balance era Van Halen (laughs) all together without it falling apart. Does that equal a nine? No. Admittedly, it probably doesn't, but it makes it interesting.
1: Um, I will say, Mark, that of all the songs, I wish this one had been recorded by a 1985 Boston, if Tom Schultz weren't so stubborn in 1985 with the no synthesizers thing. I feel like throw some '85 production on this, get a real singer, and this could have been actually a pretty cool song, maybe even a hit for them. Who knows? But
0: it certainly yeah. would have made the band's story different. Yeah, of course it would have. But yeah, in in, in any <clears throat> cinematic way, I suppose the band, the '70s titan reemerges with some silky smooth AOR sounding, you know, AOR See, rock radio.
1: In my mind, and one of the reasons why I'm disagreeing with you so much is that I wish that this had been, the 90s were all about the back to basics, right? Everybody ditching the synths, everybody going back to the guitars, rock and drums. And it just would have been a perfect time for Boston to come out with the old sound, something warm and something nice and and just kick butt had they not done third stage and come like out of nowhere and be like remember this band we can still write hits yeah i
2: mean look at what rush did they ditched the synths and went back to the guitar bass and drums and made it heavy
0: Oh, van halen too
1: Van halen too. yeah F-E-C-K. so i feel like it kind of would have been i mean i know that's tom would be latching on at that point but he, you know if he had not done third stage it, it almost would have been there would have been a mystique about about the band like remember that band that released two albums and we haven't heard them for like what whatever happened to them and then they just come out of nowhere with an amazing album that's kind of what i wish would happened
0: okay but who did that we'll think about that later but I yeah i if
1: wonder if somebody if, ever did that
0: the I mean, cooper um, kind of but he didn't take a break right yeah
1: let's move on to a cover tune yes we've had amanda we've had holly ann we've been through the women but we're going to get Magdalene
2: <laughs> a, a cover tune by one of the uh, one of Pennsylvania's <laughs> most popular rock bands Hybrid Ice. <laughs> I'm
1: looking them I gotta, up I, I got to
3: run for a minute if you guys want to run through this.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh Chris, don't worry about it. Um <laughs> no, let's start this one. <laughs> <laughs> 4 minutes.
0: this song plods quite a bit it's the kind of song that almost feels like a, a something about you with a slowed down tempo um because it, it's got its its fill em, fill you up guitar lines it's got that fill em up chorus but it just kind of just plods along but anyway there's an interesting fact that i just learned at this moment about this song Uh, And that you mentioned it was a cover in 1984, Boston asked the band Hybrid Ice to record Magdalene for what would become later become their third stage album. So Hybrid Ice agreed to stop sales of their own album. But, of course, the song didn't make it to a Boston album until 1994. What a slap in the face. For a band that's just like a hybrid ice getting some really local, you know, momentum going on this uh, this song, Boston soups in, hey, we're going to release it on third stage and make a boatload of money. Hey, it's Boston. And then it just gets caught in whatever development hell Boston tends to find themselves in. And they had to stop. Hybrid they ice know, uh, cannot bounce back. He nuked them. He <laughs> nuked the band. And the was really?
1: good enough. The, the, the song just the, the recording wasn't good enough talk here. Talk about Buka
2: pulling band. out the rug.
1: The yeah. best part mm-hmm. is that Gasty. by the time Boston even released the, the, the album, it didn't nobody even matter cared!
0: Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they nuked the band for no reach, trashed them, spit them up, and then no one cared. Some guy, all
1: some guy is like an appliance repairman right now, dreaming of the royalties he could have gotten. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's sitting there fixing dishwashers, thinking that if time had just released the song in 86, he could have been retired by now. Yeah. Somebody I in high
0: this was not.
2: Somebody 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 in hybrid ice stole Michelle Schultz from him, so this was his payback.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Michelle <laughs> Schultz. <laughs> like the You're one not- groupie that was interested in the band.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you know hybrid ice has got not much going for it when Magdalene is in the first line of its Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, and they've it. toured with other people.
4: Yeah. <laughs> hey, they were the first
1: band sticks. to ever play at the Bloomsburg Fair. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Hybrid Ice has a 1988 album called No Rules. I'm going to look it up. Maybe I it kicks it. butt. <laughs> 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 it's better than RTZ or Orion the Hunter.
2: <laughs> All oh,
1: right, what? I think Come we've...
3: Yeah, how much? We, how much did you guys dig into it while I was? Aware? Not
1: at all, and we're not going to. <laughs> can I, can I, there's, there's one, out, there's
3: there's no. one funny part that I, I just have to point out at 123 where it's oh. like, why did they? That's it. I, I oh.
1: don't. I don't get why they're distracted
0: by this yeah. picture of hybrid ice that has just popped into the chat. Yeah,
1: let's just check these guys out. Is it is this oh look at look at this, they look like a group.
0: Kinda, yeah. yeah. A little Paul Stanley wanna be in the middle there, but
1: okay. Oh you, you got the the, the long haired David Gilmore in the okay. back too. I gotta
2: say this okay. I'm gonna put their their album cover in the chat from the uh, from the first hybrid ice album that Magdalena's off I know how bad it looks but there is something so intriguing about that album cover that I am immediately listening to that album as soon as we're done here there's something about it that I like it's <laughs> I horrible
3: but I like it I don't know why that front cover reminds me of like Captain America or not, or captain Captain Planet for some reason I don't know why it's just the weird green with the lightning i don't know
0: (laughs) the logo treatment is bizarre it it, it's
1: Uh, okay look check out the uh the uh for the next album it's even worse yes they have a song (laughs) called fallen angel yeah no fool me twice secret dreams the night is still young (laughs) you know there are some
0: gems in there Come on, I, 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 i smell the hybrid ice secret show coming up 20 a No Rules album.
1: 60 60 bucks gets me the LP in mint condition. <laughs> Factory shields <laughs> in oh, yes. original shrink. Oh. I feel
2: like they're like a Dakota.
1: I hope yeah. so. I, I sincerely hope so. The I want to hear secret dreams.
0: What does secret dreams
1: sound yeah, like? Please. We will treat our
0: listeners
2: right now. Hybrid ice come on somebody stall while I use <laughs> You, you know, you know nobody's listening at this point. We could just start playing. But let's just start you another let's not even finish walk on and start another discography.
1: <laughs> Talk about a pivot. Oh, by the way, That's we quit so mid show. We can make it. No, we can't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here God. we go. The world prey the Spotify debut, I'm sure. Of uh Hybrid Ices, Secret Dreams. What oh, do we got? Tell, is it a oh, music no, I don't
4: wanna
0: fall. <laughs> <low>. <laughs> 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 no, what? It's everything what? I thought it would be in War. I got to save that for later. <laughs> oh man. How about, how about we how about, Yeah, how about we do pivot to that? Yeah. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's never happened before. <laughs> the band buried by Tom Shawls. I'm serious, I'll give this a go. So, i to go. i pretty okay.
1: <laughs> some unknown band from from Pennsylvania just takes over the show. Can't even finish a Boston album because
0: we've moved to hybrid. Look at that guy. That guy's gotta be the drummer. Guy with the 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 on the far right.
1: Yeah.
2: The full yeah. beard. That's oh, drumming. He's, you the, got he's drumming the, all over him. He's the Sim Haitian
1: of the band. Yeah. Oh, just a little bit too much chest hair exposed in the photo. It's perfect. Yeah. And that who which do you think the guy in the tallest guy? Is he the singer?
0: He's the singer. He's got the Paul Stanley gays going on
1: the where's the frimpy is hair the bassist in the back or next to the singer to the right i'm i, just, it, I would just kind of want to guess everybody
0: the guitarists in the back i a guitarist the guy standing in the back looks like he could be a little emo Got a little bit of straight leg jeans going on, and a little bit of a, a, a covering the pimples on the forehead haircut.
2: Yeah, get the bangs all the way down.
1: Oh, Alex. this is a podcast.
0: Nobody can see this image, but please
2: hybrid ISIS ice. on cobas. Oh, oh my lord, really? the entire discography. I'm getting the flack and the open backs immediately after the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: oh, right. This just great. Right. We got one more. <laughs> we have one more called We Can Make It. Clearly. Well, here I'll, I'll say this.
2: I have one last thing to say about hybridized. You want to talk about gaps in between albums. You got the debut in 81. You got No Rules in 88. And then in 2008 they decide to return
1: it was oh, probably from
0: Japanese- No, no, probably- no, no,
2: not even that. It was self-released.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all of the demand by request only. Hybrid ice. Oh, was <laughs> it, request. 10? Who's requesting 10? hybrid ice? <laughs> I am now.
1: Oh man. Uh, right. Okay. Can okay. we make it? Alex already answered the question. No. <laughs> so we're, we're
4: going to. Anyway. We're
1: on track ten. We're slugging through. What do Sykes and this dude called Bob Cedro bring to the table for Can We Make It? Uh, We'll start this one at um, two minutes and eight seconds.
0: going like it's this this one it's uh, i mean i'll stop so i can talk the the i don't know the qualities of nostalgia that this song brings out it's it's not in any way good it's not in any way representative of prior boston albums but the way that it can evoke it um is just you know it just brings the river of tears for what the band could have been when i talked about the sadness upon listening to this album the way that they could have blended a 1986 and brought it back the way they do uh this is the solo section here because you're playing the second chorus but let's just keep listening because i'll point out when it comes in and it just hits you
3: then let's skip skip ahead right here i mean just listen
0: i just love the way those claps are brought back
2: Uh, i'll say first
0: and only time
2: there were there were some parts in that in that chorus that I liked, but that's one of those songs where the guitar sound is so huge and i feel like i would like that song so much more if there was more power amongst the other instruments because you just listen to the drums and it's just like this thin weak t- 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 it almost like it's hard to take the song seriously <laughs> it like kind of brings the rest of it down because there's some there was some good potential there i think
1: there were there were some good parts going there i think the problem with this song that i had most of all is that it, it was a little bit of a snooze in the beginning and it eventually picked up. Like, those parts that you played, Mark, were great. Which and is it, funny. but it felt like a closer. I didn't even... That was the song
2: that I stopped halfway through before we started the show. I didn't even get to the good part.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm glad I played it for I'm you. I'm glad you did. Uh, <laughs> because uh, there's just something about the way that those claps bring back the pangs of nostalgia that I complained about, uh, you know, kind of being a little bit too overused on the first album. But, you know, it, it almost feels like the guy... It makes you almost feel for the guy like he 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 has it, but he can't get out of his own way or he's not willing to let somebody else take over and bring him where he needs to be. It's sad.
1: It is in a way, actually, the the whole thing, the more you think about it, is kind of a sad story of you. You just get the sense that this guy had the brass ring on album one in 76 and it was never he's like fumbled it. I was never able to get it back again. Yeah, But the
0: band is still so well respected. If you say, you know, Boston, people say great, good, I love it, iconic.
1: But Honestly, I don't think anybody's delved past the yeah. first two albums and Amanda.
0: Or the yeah, the first two albums are really and Don't Look Back, the the single.
1: Yeah. Um, and like that's we're doing, we're venturing into unknown waters for a lot yeah, of classic are. rock fans here. We're <laughs> taking the dive for you, shark infested waters ahead. That the band
0: just didn't have, like, let's say Van Halen had the brass ring on album one, Queen had it, and uh, you know, by at least by certainly by Night at the Opera. And you know, it, you could argue that Van Halen lost the brass ring, uh, when for especially for uh, Van Hagar, uh. People who didn't like that era, um, but they all brought it back at some point. Queen yeah, always yeah. returned and Boston just, you know, that, even for just... Van
1: Hagar, you could say maybe they lost something, but they were now doing number one albums, which is respectful. And maybe that's what he, Eddie wanted. So like maybe he got it in that way. I feel like all the bands that we've mentioned have gotten it back in some place. Mm-hmm. They didn't just fumble it from the start. And then that was it. It just saw um, it,
0: the way that they were speaking, almost like a eulogy of the band.
1: <laughs> like it's still so more got, albums we've to got go. Still more albums, even though, uh, as far as I know, there's some stuff on Corporate America that was on this album, and oh, that's always fun. Yeah, there's nothing like a revisit of oh, there's a bonus track. Okay, I, I swear on one of these, it's got like additional songs that we've already heard. Maybe it's on the Frontiers uh well we
0: closed know. out this album and we've got chris who's mia putting out fires
1: perhaps i don't know we gotta <laughs> wait for him because he's got the uh
0: he's got the, the he's got uh, he's
1: got the questions so yeah. we have another edit marker i guess you I guess know
0: hybrid ice can be the topic of discussion for a bit
1: <laughs> chris is chris already ordered hybrid ice amazon prime is at his door with the vinyl yeah, yeah, there he going, is there
0: yeah chris <laughs> secretly downloading hybrid ice he, yeah he <laughs> pretend that he doesn't <laughs> like it secretly loading the up his iPod. <laughs> sounds
3: like some good stuff all right uh yeah i don't yeah, for that last song, I just had sap, sap, sap. Uh, <laughs> uh, more generic, clean arpeggios. Um, faceless Ballad was another one. Uh, like a stock photo. Um, a stock photo. Yeah. Uh, what a else? Thing. <laughs> it, a, a, it, it came,
4: image. It came See,
1: with the See, you <laughs> have a picture shot of a shot. ballad, it's
3: this one. It, it's neither here nor there. It's just kind of, yeah.
1: It came with the flame.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it
1: exactly. frame <laughs> Um uh, it. so it's Chris, it's up to you to see who gets two buys two terminates. Right. um
3: yeah uh, it's funny. I think we covered at least two or three of my questions in the discussion. I think we yeah.
0: just move on to some hybrid ice trivia. Uh,
1: we <laughs> could do that that they have an extensive website extensive website about the entire history of the band. Okay. You could just start pulling stuff. I, from I, there. I, 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 I,
3: I, I can imagine that it's more ex- extensive than this album. Yeah, I, oh, boy. I, I think it this might be biography yeah, this, is know, like yeah, somebody I, I, had a I, I, five
0: thousand word paper to write and they were gonna write 10.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah if there was one issue with the walk the walk on era it's not you're not gonna see books written about oh with, there's like, nothing there's
4: yeah, nothing in the, on this.
3: yeah in this in the same vein as like an appetite for destruction which is and yeah this is not that type of album period or or album era <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: oh
3: let's, no. let's push through it. Yeah. Let's get through this. That's yeah, where this is this is what you got. All right. Uh, let's see. Where do I want to start? Okay. We'll just. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, just a bunch of true or false. Um, all right. Uh, true or false. Um, despite the times in which uh, the album was released, the album still went platinum. True or false? Is somebody doing anything? I can't hear anything. I, I'm, I'm going to buzz in on this one. Okay. I couldn't couldn't tell her
0: I'm going to go far... Uh, oh, jeez. Um, it, it's oh, great. It, it's Boston. It's true. It's true. Yeah, you're
3: correct. Yeah, it did go platinum. Yeah. But that wasn't enough to dig Tom out of the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So we got one for
0: Mark. People right. bought the album. That's interesting. They had those diehard Hard Rock fans who were yeah. not going to be dissuaded yeah, by Pearl Jam. Like yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, Boston is a weird entity i can't really compare them to anything else as far as business-wise how they function but uh, anyway okay i uh, question two uh true or false the album entered the billboard 200 at number seven
4: <laughs> i got nothing yes on. hang on no
3: yes kevin uh false uh no you were incorrect it, it oh, was true okay oh so kevin is out all right <laughs> Probably, yeah, I'm sure he's so uh, broken up about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why did the
1: uh, get reorganized? Come on. Yeah,
3: or just that whole series, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Walk on and walk on again. So you have to get all yeah. the whole collection. You
1: know? Yeah, you know I was going to buy both walk-ons. <laughs> um,
3: all um right. Uh, true or false? Uh, I need your love was a surprise top ten hit and peaked at number five.
1: Chris is just pulling out uh, <clears throat> the Billboard questions. <clears throat> yes, Mark.
0: Um, I'm concerned about this question because i don't know if it peaked at number five (sighs) but it was a hit i don't know five is too high i'm gonna go false
3: uh you are correct yeah it didn't even crack the top 50 actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, which is interesting okay that's two for mark all right can he sweep
2: this let's see uh let's see what's oh it's a
1: silent over there yeah, he was cleaning up the first two albums. As yeah. you can see,
2: I didn't do a whole lot of research on Walk On.
0: <laughs> he knows more about hybrid ice than he knows about this album at this point. Okay.
2: Uh,
3: all right. Uh, true or false. Uh, there was some initial hesitation in hiring Fran Cosmo, considering he had no real music industry experience.
1: I would buzz in, but I can't.
3: <laughs> so have
1: fun, guys. Is, is Mark going to sweep this one? <clears throat> hesitation. Alex is not even doing a guess. Come on, buzz in. I don't
3: don't know if if the uh, below five out of tens are uh, going
0: to. Can can you repeat the question? I'll Uh, I'll buzz in by default. What's the question?
3: uh, Sure. Um, uh, There was some initial uh, hesitation in hiring Frank Cosmo, considering he had little music industry experience. I'm going to go with false.
0: Nobody Uh, questioned him.
3: Yeah, you are. Quite, no, you are correct. Yeah. He was considered kind of a part of that inner circle, having played on the uh, some of the solo albums. Um, what, was, what was that? Orion the Hunter, I think, was the uh, the one. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter yet. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. God. laughs> doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So why am I? Why am I adding yeah, time to this? <laughs> yeah, we're, uh,
1: we're just wasting space. This <laughs> space is taken up. Oh, yeah, here we go.
2: And now, okay. love it or flush it. All right, tonight's order is going to be Chris, myself, Mark, and Kev. Let's open it up. I need your love. Chris, what do we think?
3: Um, I think I have a lot of these. It's just going to be stock loves, and I'll give this one a a stock middle-of-the-road love. Yeah, because it did get
2: stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give this one a, a like for me. <laughs> I open it up with a nice like. Uh, Mark? I give this one a love, full love. All right, and Kev. I will also give this one a love. Okay, track two, Surrender to Me, Chris. Yeah, this is going to be my buy, but
3: it's not. It's probably the weakest buy I've ever done just because it's sonically the most familiar, just being a Priest fan and one of the few kind of Turbo Era fans. Yeah, I'm gonna.
2: It's gonna be my buy. Yeah. Yeah, This is gonna be my buy as well. This is my probably gonna be the one song I, uh, you know, return to from this album. So, uh, Mark. Uh,
1: of course. Bring it up. And Kev. I'm not gonna buy this. I'm not gonna flush it. I'm gonna cool. love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, was wait. he doing?
4: <laughs>
2: uh, track three, living for you, Chris
3: uh what am i gonna do with this one uh i'm gonna give it a like because yeah it did kind of get another one that got stuck in my head all these these damn
2: ballads yeah i'll I'll, I'll give this one a love i I actually thought this was going to be mark's life or song uh maybe it still could be who knows uh so yeah i'll give it a love there's still time i do love this one
0: I, uh, like I said, grew on me. Didn't want to, but uh, eventually did. That's eh, maybe a bit too long, but whatever. It's the 90s. It's forgivable.
2: Okay. And Kev? Uh, I'll give this one a stock love. All right. Track four, Walking, Talking, Hawking at Night. Chris, <laughs> what are we giving this one? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what to do with this one because I I like it, but it's,
3: it's not really Boston. I don't know if I maybe I'll... I, mean, I can't really support it too much just because of the guitar tone i guess maybe i'll flush it yeah unfortunately <laughs>
2: This one is getting the lightest of squeezes only in that it produced a reaction out of me going down 53 after a Marino's lunch. (laughs) I liked hearing that guitar. I hadn't heard anything that wide and big before. So, uh, tone gets the pass playing. Eh, I'll look elsewhere. Uh, Mark, I have to say that the way
0: Alex described it as, and I think that just a great summation of the beauty of sound reproduction, To uh, go from uh, just think about it, just air in a cabinet being moved by a speaker that is hitting a diaphragm in a microphone that is being recorded on two inch tape through magnetic signals, then being reproduced, uh, encoded, and put onto Alex's phone that is then connected to his device. Oh, right. right Oh, yeah. And then also pushing (laughs) air in his speakers on his car. I just think that's fascinating the way you describe it. Uh, but again, the guitar playing is nothing special, but just for that quality alone, I'll give it a love.
2: All right. Track five. I'm sorry. Kev. I I keep
1: forgetting. I I I keep forgetting Kev. All right. Walking at night. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give this one a pass (laughs) because this is the first time in a while where Tom has been cool. There you so go. It sticks around, even though you know you he's, know that, you know, know the knee wearing, pad was on the knee pad. He, you know he's wearing the MIT shirt, the too small MIT shirt when he's doing this. Like, come on, you you just could just. He's it. probably got a really goofy, rocking face too. Like, I I don't even want to think about he's got his that rev- Vinny Vincent smile. Yeah. So let's let's just not think about any of that and move on.
2: All right, track five. Walk on, Chris title track uh
3: yeah i'll give this a yeah i guess a like i'll give the I'll an alex's an alex like <laughs> it's
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, it's familiar but yeah yeah
2: i'm gonna do the same i said dig the energy like yeah. mark
0: yeah, it's got everything that the album needs and it represents the album well as a title track so i'll give it a love And Kev,
1: this is my favorite song on the album i'm giving it a buy. Uh, okay i really uh... like this song it really yeah. hit It really hit well for me. It's sub-three minutes. Doesn't stay too long. Um, I don't know. I just felt myself coming back to it. What can I say? I liked the walk-on. And then, you know, that's it. Says it's to a bit.
0: Say, uh, I know Chris has prefaced all of his likes with, or loves with likes. So far, this album's 19 out of 20. Oh, you just wait. <laughs>
4: yeah these are these, oh, these are wow oh.
2: Well. <laughs> oh, let's go ahead and get on. let's get <laughs> let's get on guys. <laughs> Chris, what do we think?
3: Uh, again I'm gonna go keep going on the like train. I appreciate it even though it's not, yeah, it's not here or there. it's just kind of there, but it's it's professionally constructed, so I'll give it ai yeah I'll, I'll I'll leave it I'll leave it
2: here. yeah,
3: <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just rambling at this point. It's, what, ten fifteen.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is where you've spent about an hour at the Allstate Arena Boston show and the wife says, start up the car. <laughs> <laughs> this one is getting the tea with the self-start.
0: <laughs> it goes up and flames yeah. like a casino.
2: Oh, boy. I'm making a race to the exits It's pretty soon here. <laughs> Mark, the bladder's feeling full
0: on this one. Just <laughs> notice how my bladder feels a little full. Uh, so uh, with that in mind, that means a flush. Oh,
1: okay. I don't remember this song, honestly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The, the stupid neoclassical shred part. Oh, it's just the, the laying on the organ. The bad organ. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I have a vision of somebody stacking some plastic explosives in an organ and just <laughs> wiring that thing. What? what like Sammy what? Sosa's boombox <laughs> no, being no, smashed. What, somebody what, nuked Tom's what, organ. What,
2: what, what's What's it headed for a heartbreak where the piano what, just explodes? Up,
1: just <laughs> so for
0: those of you who don't, don't know, keyboard. Sammy Sosa was once a star on the Chicago Cubs who would subject everybody else into the locker room with his salsa music. And one day, Carrie Wood, a pitcher on the Cubs, had had enough. Carrywood's probably the only guy with enough clout in the clubroom to take a bat to the boombox, and that's kind of, I guess, what somebody some takes. <laughs> i have never in heard his
2: story. <laughs>
4: yeah. oh, oh, you got a you got Moises
0: a
2: little urinating on the hands, and you
0: got boomboxes flying awesome <laughs> music. Carrywood is going to town on just this. Just
1: imagine somebody <laughs> coming in right after Tom gets off the organ. He press stop on the on the, on the tape deck. Somebody comes in with a baseball bat. And his just engineer goes who raid quit.
0: Oh, no. this is unpaid intern <laughs> engineer I they making do all the work just right raise right it on the organ are
1: just getting up. pieces <laughs>
2: <laughs> keys are flying
1: everywhere he's just uh-huh. silent in the chair he doesn't know what to <laughs> what say, say. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: He's on the organ well like... I
2: guess they didn't like that one very much
0: uh, Chris oh, no. hygienist quit I oh, know <laughs> <are>
3: yeah <laughs> <This> <laughs> is... how, do you, how do you go out yeah
1: I, I'm sure you all know where this is going, so it's just unleashing. <laughs> those,
2: those are the sound of the keys rattling against the floor. <laughs> okay. Truck seven, walk on some more. Do we want more of it? Chris?
3: Oh, I'm staying right in my chair. Uh, yeah, we can. What do I want to do with this one? Uh, no, I'll just flush it. Yeah. yeah. He
0: can salt some notes To say yeah, yeah. There's more that's tea worthy
1: I would like to think Chris That you turned the paper over And it just said flush on the big side
3: Yeah it's, it's, it, might, it might get a little predictable But we'll have to wait and see Yeah
2: Yeah oh. Alright, uh, yeah, this is where I'm like, well, you really only need one version of the song, and I'll take track five, so uh, eh, might as well go ahead and flush this one. I mean, really, I gave it. it, 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 it it's a general like, but because he had to split it up like that, that's where it, it, it gets the... Uh, gets the uh, The removal. The removal. Mark?
0: Yeah, uh, walk-on, parentheses, no more. T.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, wow. Well, I'll follow it up with a, a predictable flush.
2: All right. What's your name, little girl? Chris. What are we given this one?
3: Uh, yeah, surprisingly, I mean, as familiar as it is, I did enjoy it. It had some of the kind uh, of uh, kind of repeated cl- classic moments, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a love actually. Yeah, more than a like. Yeah, I'll give it a love.
2: And this is where. Uh... This is where me and the lady are the first ones out of the Allstate Arena parking lot before the show has even reached the encore. Uh, let's just save some time. We're flushing the rest of the record here. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's three more. Oh,
4: <laughs> walk by all the handles,
1: pulling every handle. <laughs> A- Alex, Alex, you the the traffic. traffic. He's got uh, such no, no, no. a bathroom issue that he's gotta go use the home bathroom. The ones <laughs> that can all start doing it for him. <laughs>
2: That's right. That's water
0: right. pressure has right. changed right. in the building. Uh this one I, I think I, I kinda want to flush it, but it's saved by a bit of the has potential. So I will borrow a stock like
2: from
1: Chris and put it here. Okay. Thank Uh. Doesn't Chris have to go? Chris already went? Chris went first. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even remember. Uh, (laughs) That being said.
2: Uh, Magdalene. Chris, Track nine. Yeah, to
3: keep the the, uh, the flush train going, but I got to be I got to be a little bit more. Me. I got to be, be a little bit more
2: aggressive. Yeah, I got to. Now, now that he now that he oh. heard about hybrid ice, okay. <laughs> he's found his optimal version.
1: You know those dual flush toilets where you pull the handle one way and it's just a little flush, and you yeah. pull it the other way. Yeah. And it's yeah. A That's what Chris just pulled on us there. He did. They, the they should they should have a third yeah. setting where
0: you pull it outward and it terminates. <laughs> the light the sky toilet uh alex didn't go so i am flushing this sucker oh, okay.
3: i don't know why i have a, an image of like a uh, like a heat shield covering the bowl and then it just incinerates you know, whatever is in the uh yeah yeah,
1: yeah like a you, furnace. Know what? <laughs> you know what i kind of wish i had another tea so i could punish tom for ruining hybrid ice's career hey i I terminated two on the last record for this product he ruined hybrid ice's career they could have been something and now they're playing shows on a dock for nobody yeah
2: it says it it, it says four thousand people they don't show the crowd once (laughs) no it's
1: it's like it's like that masquerade show at the iowa state fair or whatever they come out they're all Dialed up, and they like come out with all this energy, and the camera pans back, and there's the one. No, light, that was signal. Was, oh, oh, was that signal. That oh signal, yeah, it, it was. It was hilarious.
0: I am walking away this show with a lot of reading material for that uh, time uh, here.
1: It was too good. It was just <laughs> clearly, material, I guess. clearly at like just people watching there. The the suburban people in their chairs just
0: it doesn't l- even come up on youtube there
1: now. i i know where
0: it's right away
3: <laughs> we, uh, okay. uh, sure right. where we are at this point in the uh,
2: uh uh we're at we can make it can we chris can we make it through to the end
3: i yeah i i was done about 30 minutes ago so no yeah it's it's,
4: good. It's, good.
2: it's it's yeah You know where I stand Yeah, yeah that's Mark a
0: You already got it
1: yeah. and Mark Mark <laughs> cap Oh 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 okay Wait, I am master. Uh... Okay, we went out
3: of order a little bit there. I don't. Uh, it doesn't really matter at this point.
0: Oh, I like <laughs> it. Get a rubber glove out and.
3: Oh. And... Chris is rubber glove. There I got it go. back here somewhere. Yeah. I retired it for the evening. I explained
0: <laughs> why. So let's move on. At right. Close to the album. Um, I guess I'll 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 do the rational thing. I'll lower my score to a seven. Um, it really is, I think, a, a a worthwhile listen to fans of Boston. Like, don't skip this one. Just don't skip it. And uh, if you really want to explore, I don't know. I, like, I I can't comprehend liking this better than Third Stage. I just I don't understand it. And nobody, you know, I guess Alex likes Third Stage better, but uh, it's close enough to count, I suppose, within the margin of error in terms of scores. Anybody else making any changes? Uh, you know,
3: I think I. I might bump it to a six, yeah, just because of the yeah some of the hooks, yeah, that kind of grab you. You
1: know, Chris is yeah. very generous. I yeah. would like to see Chris's like. What did Chris give a two? Was yeah. that Saint was Anger? It, was Saint Anger that low? Yeah, like oh, I yeah, said, for me, yeah, any ridiculous. like
3: for me, anything less than a six is usually like unlistenable. I mean, we're here. There is yeah anything from a six to a six and a half is usually okay. There's stuff to explore here. I mean, pop you can't. punk.
1: Make... That's, that's okay. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> nice, yeah. A day at
3: the races, Chris gave it a 5.5. 5. Okay. Yeah, pop pop punk, punk is more flash Yeah, a 3. Yeah, just, it's like. Yeah, flash. That's just biologically, I can't yeah. get
0: <laughs> right, We're not there right now. So, are you changing anything, Chris?
3: Uh, just to say, yeah, I'll, I'll bump it a, a half point into a 6.
0: Okay. And
2: Alex? I'm just watching signal videos over here. Sorry. Uh,. Yeah, I'll just keep it where it's at. Four and a half. That's being generous. Kevin? Yeah,
1: Yeah, same here.
0: All right. Well, at least I feel a little bit more um, evened out at the end of this one. So uh, we will be bringing you Corporate America sometime oh soon. Yeah, uh, if we can find it. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I, there's uh, some connections there that I think um, fans. I believe there's a Nirvana connection or something. Uh, Sub some pop record. I don't know. Uh, I guess Tom always being you know eight to ten years behind in two thousand and two might have put out a grunge album. <laughs> for all we know. So we'll find out next time. See you
4: then.